0: Welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Stories That Shape Us is a daily podcast where I share my perspective on how different experiences influence our view of self, how we interact with others, and how we show up in the world. Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Uh, the top of our stories that shape us yesterday i said that if you're sensitive then you this week you might be challenged by and today i'm talking about grooming adults in church and this came from one of our listeners that um, commented under our sexual abuse and depression uh story a couple of days ago and asked does this grooming happens in church as well adults for adults rather And I said, yes, because I was talking about grooming and children. And I said, yes, and I shared a video. But as I listened to that video, I realized that that story, I I, I realized that I didn't go as in depth as I could and maybe didn't answer the question as thoroughly as I'd like. So over the next two days, uh, today and tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about grooming adults in church and from, from the many years of working in Christian settings with domestic abuse and sexual abuse. There are two purposes for which grooming happens. One is for sex and one is for for domestic abuse. And so, or or spiritual abuse indeed. So I'm going to put all the abuse under one umbrella and then I'm going to deal with sexual abuse in a completely different um, story episode, which is tomorrow. So if you continue listening to stories that shape us, really appreciate that. Before I go into today's content, I want to remind you about the conference that we're having in Swansea, South Wales, the Come See a Man conference. It's two days of healing and empowerment encouragement and strength and growth for people who want to heal for the whole family we're having sessions for teens between um teens on anxiety and depression i believe it's important for parents that we understand it that we know how to help our children that's been traumatized or that is struggling with these things you know it might be through bullying or whatever it's important that we have language to be able to help them so if you're a parent even if you've never experienced anything but you have teens and they're struggling bring your teens we have men and mental health sessions men i'm calling you to attend because oftentimes you send women to these things because you feel it's kind of like not for you but i know that men men struggle too because the 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 leading cause of death from men between 9 and 50 is suicide and i know brothers that's because sometimes we keep things in And I want to encourage you to come and get help, come and get support, come and get a place to talk and to heal. It's not done by myself. We have a male therapist that is going to come and speak. And then we have sessions for everybody on healing from the legacy of trauma. We have a physiotherapist that's going to talk about how to regulate the nervous system. We're having music for healing. we have in amazing food. And so it's the two days of pouring into you. Um, in rich ways to help your entire family. We have prices for the entire family. Give me a call uh, or email me at joanna at woundsscars.com and I can give you a family rate. Okay, that's the advert for today. So I want to talk now about grooming adults in church and does this happen? I, I like to give a trigger warning sometimes at the beginning because if you see yourself in this content in a way that is triggering for you, meaning if you find yourself being hurt or feeling wounded by this, this content, Please reach out to your support system, uh, take a deep breath, pray, drink some water, walk around, do something that's going to look after yourself. But more importantly, phone somebody, somebody who you can trust to talk through this with so that you can release all the the stress hormones that would have been dumped in your body by just hearing the content. So grooming sometimes happens. um, Sometimes sexual grooming happens that results in manipulation and control and deeply damaging relationships um, and that's a loose term for damage because sometimes the damage is so physical that people have ended up with chronic illnesses that um, they have to be cared for because of the, the, the persistent um, and consistent and just da- damaging impact of abuse. Sometimes the grooming process starts with you know forming relationships really quickly Becoming a confidant, becoming reliable. This person's only support, re- means of support, and and re- this person's really reliable, and they would give you the impression that they're the only one who knows you, who understands you, who cares for you, who can look after you, and so you become dependent on them, um, and then they will, then they will make an attempt. Sometimes this attempt is um, a sexual attempt, or they'll do things that gets you in a bind, in a position of fear, in a vulnerable position. They might influence you to do something that is against your better judgment. You've broken your values and your boundaries and they get you into a position where you are indebted in some way. They, they know something about you that nobody else knows. So you're in an emotionally vulnerable position. And so when you're in that position, then they can take it to the next level um, where they sometimes will want sexual favors and then the manipulation and control happens. And even sometimes when it's, as I said, domestic abuse or uh, when it's emotional, psychological abuse or spiritual abuse, sometimes they might not introduce sex at that stage, but the manipulation and the control is happening at such a pace that you're isolated from family and friends. You no longer trust your judgment. You no longer think your thoughts are valid. Um, You no longer trust yourself. You no longer believe your opinion matters because now the control, the, the, the psychological harm means that they continually, they gaslight you so much that you start to second guess yourself. You no longer believe the sky is blue and water is wet because they've convinced you that they didn't do something that you know they did. You saw them do it. You heard it for yourself. And they will convince you that it's you. At this time, sometimes when they're manipulating adults, gr- grooming, for, um, in terms of uh, f- physical abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, they will start to suggest that your mental health is, is in question. And anybody who is not qualified in terms of like a psychiatrist, psychologist, G- qualified to assess and diagnose mental health anybody who tells you that you have a mental health problem who is not qualified to do that is har- is harmful they're abusive somebody says and i hear this all the time and sometimes people use it in a in a way to gaslight you because if you if they say something to you yesterday and today you're having this conversation or a conflict and you're saying well yesterday you said that water was wet and now today you're saying it's not they're saying i did not say that i would never say water is wet because everybody knows they're globalizing it everybody knows that it is and so you, that means the implication is everybody knows you don't know they know because they'll never say it but they did but you didn't record it so now all you have to depend on is your memory but they've been doing this for so long over so many things that now you start to guess you second guess yourself and you're thinking Did they really say water isn't wet? Did I hear them? And because they set themselves up as a confident and a trusted person, you now start to believe that you don't know what you know you know because they convince you that what you know is not true. I've had people say to me when I'm helping them to untangle from this level of, of, um, psychological harm, which is how do I know that you are telling the truth, Joanna? And I completely understand that because if you've been tangled this way, gaslighted for so long, anybody, any other truth doesn't make sense except the truth of the abuser, which is not truth, by the way, the truth of the abuser is not true, but they will convince you that what they say is so. And this is especially harmful when it's spiritual. When they're manipulating you on scripture, what it means, and because it influences your choices, it influences how you see God, it influences how you see yourself, and even sometimes take your hope of salvation away from you, because when they gaslight you with scriptures. So this, when this is happening, it's not a relationship in the sense of relationships, because one of the things that will be a, a very important feature is your boundaries will not be respected. And they target you. You would have been targeted and you're not targeted because you are weak. You're not targeted because anything is wrong with you. You're not targeted because you're not intelligent. You're not targeted for any other reason than a perpetrator, a harmful abuser targeted you. That's the only reason. It's not anything to do with you. It's everything to do with them and their choices but they would have seen something that makes them believe that they can get away with it. Right? So, but because they come in at such a, at such a harmless, um, subtle way, it's easy to be drawn in. So the strongest person with really effective boundaries can also get drawn in because the the, the eroding of your boundaries. So gentle, sometimes so subtle, that before you know it, you have no boundaries, and this person has full room and control of your life. So that's why it's important. So in this kind of dynamic, there won't be healthy communication in this dynamic. There won't be healthy communication. You won't get, um, there will be no apologies. There will be no um, management of conflict, because conflict is not managed. Instead, what, what happens is that you're gaslighted into agreement and compliance. So you're not able to give your opinion, to say how you feel, to, um, there's no negotiating and compromising happening. You're just gaslighted into agreement and compliance. And so you would have been in this cycle sometimes on patents. Sometimes it can last 20 years, 10, five years. It can last a long time sometimes. So it's when anything happens. There's no mutual sharing in the relationship. There's no healthy communication in the dynamic. It's purely one-sided and for the satisfaction and pleasure of the groomer, the satisfaction and pleasure of them, nothing in it for you. So they're going to come at you. Now, this person is skilled at getting victims to be completely dependent. As I said earlier, they are biblically knowledgeable and sometimes well-connected in church. And so... Because they are so biblically knowledgeable, they use in church. Sometimes they're lauded in church. Sometimes they're put on a pedestal in church. And so because they know that they have this pedestal, they have this platform, they have the ears of leadership, you don't. And you will feel like nobody will listen to me. Because sometimes one of the things that a groomer will do is to start spreading things about you, start telling lies about you in church they'll start to isolate you as well. And people who you know for a long time will start to look at you you know, sideways, like you will lose trust and you will lose, you will lose the connection that you have with these people because he'll make sure the groomer, let me say they in this instance, the groomer will make sure that you have nobody to go to. That's the plan, that's the plan. If they notice that you have a friend, that you're becoming too close to. And that friend is not close to them. They'll do everything to destroy that relationship. They'll tell lies. They'll tell you lies. They'll, they'll try everything to destroy and damage that relationship. And if they find out that they can't because the person is not going anywhere, the person is standing firm, they will try everything to not make you be able to, they have access to you regularly. If, if it's if this in a marriage, and, and, and the grooming started in church and you're you not know, married to your abuser, your phones might be tapped. Your, you, you, not, you don't have access to anything. They have your passwords to your email, um, your, your Facebook, your social media. Nothing will be private to you. Nothing. They'll have access to all areas. So your support system might not be able to tell you anything or to support you in deep ways because they have all the bases covered. They rely on the fact sometimes that like you're shy, sometimes without boundaries and lack of self-advocacy skills. They really sometimes rely on those things. Um, and here's the thing. There's some people who think I can manage them. I can. You can't manage them. The best way to manage people like this is to run as fast and as far as you can, as quickly as you can. Don't. don't believe that you can stay and best them because you won't they have years of knowledge and plus they've been used by the enemy so hide behind Jesus get help with his people to stay safe stay you know as psalms 27 comes to mind in the shelter of his pavilion in the secret of his tabernacle stay there that's the only safe place so um, they rely, as I said, on the fact that maybe you don't have self-advocacy skills, you cannot speak up for you, and this gives them license then to carry on their campaign of this destruction wrapped in nice words and promises that will never be fulfilled. Ever. I want you to be with. I want you to hear that never ever be fulfilled. Sometimes when you're married to your abuser, there's hope. And I often say hope is dangerous to somebody in a domestic abusive relationship, a spiritual abusive relationship, any kind of situation like this. And even you might not be married to them, but you've been groomed for many years and you're under their thumb for 10 years, five years, you're there and you understand and you know. Hope is dangerous. And they'll give you a lot of hope, lots of promises they'll fail you. Every time you're in the cycle and you're in the honeymoon phase where there's a period of calm, They'll make you lots of promises in this period. And you are hopeful, you're a good Christian person and is hopeful that change is possible. It is. If they were capable of change, if they were aware of their patterns, if they really desire it, it's possible. Without that, change is impossible. I know this might be a lot to take today. I know if you're listening to this and you see yourself in the story it might be a challenge. I want you to go and pray, as I said in the last one, and ask God, who should I get support from? Because I see myself in this story today and I want some help. Help is available. At to Scars, we provide support, contact your GP, local counselors, any a support system, trusted people who understand. Please get support from people who understand the patterns and dynamic of abuse Otherwise, you might find yourself leaving more harmed than when you went, which is a tragedy that happens sometimes. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story. Thank you for listening to Stories That Shape Us with Joanna Daniel. To learn more about wounds to scars and the work that we do with adult survivors of childhood trauma and women who experience abuse, you can visit our website at wounds